Hey, how's it going, everybody? Just before the podcast starts and we talk about the subject, I just want to make sure everyone who's listening ahead of time knows that there are some trigger warnings in this episode. Everything that's said in this episode is our personal opinions with our personal experiences and what we've seen and stuff like that. Obviously, keep yourself educated. Look up into articles as we should be doing that as well. Looking into articles, getting the facts straight and stuff like that. This is a sensitive subject and I please say that you respect everyone's opinions and what they think about the matter. So please enjoy this podcast episode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to season two of the Sang Media Podcast. We're doing something a little bit different today. As you can see, we are all in a Discord channel, video chatting with each other. Um, This is because I'm doing something a little different and grabbing more than one person um, into a setting. And due to COVID, I didn't want to risk anything. So we're doing this in a safe environment. But I would like to introduce the group of guests if you want to say who you are. I'm Samantha. I'm recent graduate of BCU. Uh, I'm Stefan. I'm a recent graduate at the University of Mary Washington. Hey, I'm Solon. I am a junior at TCC. Tough, tough. Well, thank you all for coming onto this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, taking time out of your day and getting online to talk about um, things with me, which is today's subject. Um, we're going to things that are a little bit sensitive and some people don't like to hear about, but I feel like it needs to be talked about right now, especially with the current events that's happening is racial discrimination that's been happening in the United States right now. Um, previously with BLM and then right now with all the Asian hate crimes, I feel like this really needs to be talked about. Um, so guys, just opening into that subject. And if you feel like, you're a person that doesn't want to hear about this stuff, please go ahead and leave the podcast. Um, if you have a strong opinion and stuff like that, and you don't want to hear it. Just, you know, it's our opinions. It's our, our matters, our facts, what's happened to us. So yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but love you, but love you. But at the same time, you know, if you don't have the same opinions, you know, you have the choice to leave. So you don't need to be here type of thing. Um, but going back onto the subject and stuff like that, how do you guys feel about what's been happening lately? You know, like with all the events that we've been seeing, you know, I've been seeing a lot of like, you know, Uber drivers have been like called racial slurs and stuff like that. And like Asian owned businesses have been basically being robbed or like being people being jumped and stuff like that. Um, I'm not really surprised at all because I feel like this has just been going on for a while. What I'm surprised about is just like the year from what late 2019 up to now, how social media kind of exposed and the amount of exposure it's gotten. Um, that's that's just kind of crazy to me how like exposed from within that little time period. But I mean, I'm not surprised that it's happened like that. That's always been happening, but it's just like the exposure part from the power of like digital tools like social media is just kind of sheds light on that which is kind of crazy if you think about it like it kind of changed my perspective just through like you know early 2020 with all the um police brutality and the blm protests you know kind of like kind of changed my perspective from my initial thoughts before yeah. you know to going into 2020 mm-hmm. yeah go- a little bit after oh no, go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> it's talking a little bit at first not like super like shocking because you know how like recently media and like for culture in america at least um a lot of asian culture has been kind of like a like really loved recently for the k-pop and it's like that's been really kind of on the up and up yeah so like it was a shock to see just how quickly like 
the public turned. Yeah, yeah. With like not that many facts. I mean, I, I that's surprising that you see like with like by like hip hop like that or like really um like really um enjoyed by other cultures and like that. But it was it's shocked to see like how parallel it is like black people and Asian people like how a lot of things that are a part of their culture are loved but instant like something happens and then just go away mm-hmm. like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is really weird, especially after the loss of the 45th president of the United States. I'm not going to say his name just because he's triggering all of them. So the <laughs> racism that yeah, the racism that came from him and the uprising, thinking that he was going to get elected again and the storming on the Capitol. It was it was just crazy how white how there was that majority race thinking they could control us. It was, it was just weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, I, I agree with all you guys that like, um, it was kind of like expected, but also a shock at the same time, because, you know, ever since like, you know, quarantine and stuff like that, there's been a lot more eye opening things with digital, digital, like media and stuff like that to represent those things. Um, but, to, continuing on this podcast i just want to welcome the guest that just came in welcome kaylee to the podcast if you just want to introduce yourself real quick say something a little bit about yourself okay sorry i don't have like that streamer set up <laughs> <laughs> my old my old iphone and i have to be a little quiet but um hi i'm kaylee um what are we supposed to say? Uh, you wanna you wanna let the people know about yourself? See, not me lagging. I'm lagging so bad. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's going. It's it's fine. <laughs> uh, about myself? Yeah. Anything? They just said like they they just recently graduated from VCU. Yeah, uh, you're a dancer. Like uh, TikTok on the rise. Uh, Designer okay. queen. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I guess you guys introduced me for myself. <laughs> Uh, um, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I am 22, just graduated from VCU this past May um, during the pandemic. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not full-time employed, so I would say I'm more trying to pursue full-time, being a full-time creative. Yeah, like they said, I'm into dancing and um, I'm currently trying to I guess push more content out on TikTok with like my like friends, basically like these other three girls. Like we have a group, so that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yes, everything will be in the social Ooh. below. Everyone that's listening to the podcast, so please show love to every single person here, and you know support and help them grow. Um, so Kaylee, basically what we were, we were just talking about right now. Um, so we already introduced what the subject was going to be about, um, and I just asked the question of. Um, how do you feel about what the current events and like what's been happening lately, you know, um, cause we've been seeing a lot more stuff like happening on social media, like, um, people who are going on Ubers and saying racial slurs to Asian Uber drivers and stuff like that. So just wanted to get your input of like, was it a shock that it's starting to happen or do you kind of like see it coming in a way? Um, I think, I mean, I think I definitely saw the hate crimes against Asians, like, rising especially with the pandemic like in within the beginning already because actually in like europe like i forget where but i think kind of like france and stuff you guys know how it it got pretty bad Mm -hmm. um 
there were a lot of stories and like on the news at least i heard from over there that like a lot of asian people who were like living there like they were getting like beat up like jumped and stuff because of the virus like because of the blame that like trump i mean (laughs) number 45 um pushed onto onto like basically asian people and so i know there was like a lot of that already and so I feel like it wasn't shocking, but if anything, it was still, like, upsetting, definitely, to see, like, the rise and stuff. Especially recently, too, with it already being, like, a year into the quarantine, like, into the pandemic. Yeah, seeing, like, that escalate once again, like, especially in the West Coast, I think that that was definitely shocking, especially with the, like, older generations being targeted. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely, uh, like, what you just said, the older generation, that's the number one thing that I, I think that got me, like, whoa, like, I'm getting actually really angry about this right now and i want to talk mm-hmm. about this like what is like what has come to the world where like you're going to push an elderly person that like is already fragile you know what i'm saying right. um regard mm-hmm. re- regardless of race you know like that's an elderly person like their mm-hmm. life is on the line type of thing mm-hmm. exactly. i don't understand how it started happening like I mean, it's been happening since been starting even beforehand there's asian crimes all minority crimes happening but i don't get why maybe it's the media portrayal but it got real deep just like the past like month or two when mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, the kind of like coming down there's just vaccines like we're getting closer to like solving it why are they doing all this now i don't understand What's this? yeah i i honestly that's a good question i honestly don't know I don't, and what, I, what changed hmm. yeah that's i feel like maybe it's because people have reached that point where it's kind of like we've been in this for so long mm-hmm. like that feeling of like frustration like being fed up and then trying to like push that anger and blame and like project it onto who they think is being what was portrayed as like the people who started it you know what i mean yeah but i also i also not to sound like some like conspiracy theorist but i also think that like like stuff like this like the hate crimes and stuff like not just against asians like even with like blm and everything like it goes on like every day you know it's just like when the media decides to portray it and like blast it is like very like you know what i mean it's a little I don't know. It's kind of like it's it's been happening. It's just that people are now starting to notice it when the media chooses to show it type of thing, right? Yeah, and even then right. when it's when it's injustices against like POC, like it's still not very like accurately portrayed and it's not portrayed enough, you know. Yeah, cuz sometimes it could be bias and you know, it's not like the actual facts that that's coming in type of thing. Yeah. yeah. I hear most of my news on it like from Instagram, TikTok, like my friends or people posting about it rather than like CNN or NBC yeah. or Fox. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. seeing it a lot more on like social media accounts that I really know and that like give like current events and stuff like that more than I see it on like actual news news events unless it's like in their area type of thing, you know? Um and it's actually really interesting too, because I, I kinda do agree where where you're saying, Kaylee, where it's kind of like people are probably pent up right now and they they just need to find someone to blame in a way and i think uh stefan steph we talked about this before uh, the blaming thing yeah like uh, yeah blame culture was it or something like that no it's just like i mean throughout history like i think it's just human nature to blame something because you know humans don't like you know all of us that we don't like to kind of blame ourselves for like issue for, like some things you know mm-hmm. so like even you know you look back in history like pearl harbor right we blame Japanese people and and whole blaming all Asians, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's just like all that stuff, you know, like how Nazis blame Jews or some shit like that. And then they did the whole genocide. They just blamed them for, I forgot, like being not being the perfect human being or some shit. I could be wrong about that, but it's just like, 
I feel like it's just human nature to blame something. And especially in the U.S., um, it's just we never take accountability. Just like the, as America, it don't really take accountability. So like coronavirus, you know, uh, the 45th, number 45, you know, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't blame himself. Like, you know how he messed up everything. Like he doesn't, he didn't, they didn't push to wearing masks in the beginning when that could have been contained at itself, you know, yeah. um, and focus on like, uh, the vaccine. I, I don't know. He might've been like, uh, kind of decelerated the speed of the vaccines to be rolled out and stuff like all that stuff. He probably didn't really care for and just blamed, you know, like China and then Asians in general. And they kind of escalated to where, you know, People, I mean, probably the public aren't that bad, you know, are bad people, but they kind of blame Asians in the back of their head that aren't Asians, you know, mm. just like, fuck, you know, these guys kind of not let us like live life the whole year, you know, wasted a whole year of our lives, you know, let's just blame them. So it's just like that whole fact that it's just human nature to blame something. And especially in the U.S., you know, if we have too much pride and too much of an ego to kind of take accountability and just blame you know, other people for their wrongdoings, which is just kind of stupid, but it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. But, I found like funny, yeah. I mean, it's not funny, but I found it funny how like they blame like Asia and like China for the virus. Yeah, China, Korea, they're clean. Japan, like, yeah. they have like, yeah. the dust, like they, they wear face masks. Face. <laughs> they wear face masks. I was like, why are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's your fault. They're doing good, obviously. Yeah. I mean, better. They're not great yet. But yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, a lot, a lot of them took like the right precautions as soon as it happened type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they use their um, public taxes to clean up the streets. I don't know if you've seen those videos where it's like they had a bunch of social workers, you know, starting to mop the shit. They had trucks cleaning the roads. They were wiping down benches. Whereas like here, you're just like trying to enforce people wearing masks, but they don't do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of... <laughs> it's Texas, kind of, didn't uh, Texas lift the mask? Yeah, yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah. They literally did. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. they did that. I don't know, like, Texas is just wild right now. Like, they, the, the like, the negative freezing weather and stuff like that, and they, and then, like... Literally, people without power for so long. Yeah, and the senator, yeah. the senator was, like, the strong survive type of thing. And, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 literally, he literally quoted that when he, when he was, like, in Cancun or the something. Not Cancun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, like, out of, he was, like, out of his state when all this stuff was going down. <laughs> And like other other uh, senator officials have to come in to help and like send relief and stuff like that. God, <sighs> hate to see it. Yeah. Um. I think she, so, she froze. Yeah, she froze. I think she froze. Uh, <laughs> Kaylee will be back, y'all. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. That 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 little pause for podcast is I'm I'm letting her know that she could come back when she can. Uh, so podcast, just bear with us. You know, we're trying our best with our internet connection and everything. It's hard to do these things online, but we want to make sure we get this stuff out for you. Um, but another thing that you mentioned with um, when we're talking about blame culture, right? And like you know how people mandate things and like the government do does things, right? Uh, another mm-hmm. thing that I found too, right? uh welcome back Haley. <laughs> i'm so sick right now <laughs> all good all good um we just we just we we just informed the podcast of like things could lag out here and there so you haven't missed okay. anything um so when you're mentioning like blame culture and like how 
the government controls things or like they mandate things and it's like the way that they move, right? So something that I found too, um, I found on TikTok, strangely enough, because TikTok has everything, <laughs> right? Uh, um, so it was like, it was like this, oh, welcome JP to the podcast as well. <laughs> um, so I, this TikTok said that like, hey, like, you know, when you're going through kindergarten to 12th grade, right? History classes mm-hmm. is, it, it's US like funded. It's like you, the US tell, the US government tells you, tells the teachers what curriculum to teach, what to show, what to tell, say about X, Y, and Z. And it's not 100% facts. It's just all in America's favors, right? So that's why they said where you get your value in learning history is you really when you go to college and you go to those history classes because they tell you straight up what actually happened like in, in like the u.s like history they don't mention that they did a lot of hangings they they did a like a, basically a genocide themselves when people didn't agree with the government or uh, uh the caucasian population of the group right they just did what they wanted and got away with it basically yeah the funny thing with that is it's like they talk about the good things like very slow in detail. And then when they talk about slavery, it's just like very quick. It's like a very quick, you know, chapter in our history lessons. Mm-hmm. And then also um, uh, talking about Asian, like, you know, how World War II with Japan and stuff like that and the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? Like you talk about uh, how the U.S. won and like uh, set freedom to Koreans right? during the mm-hmm. Korean War. And they don't really talk about like uh the after effects of it. it's basically like colonization they basically colonize them and really like there, there are pros and cons to it where it's like they kind of liberated them but at the same time hurt them where it's just like there's a hell of casualties for koreans as well but like uh, just going over like minority successes that the u.s like provided is just very they just talk about the pros skip over the cons make like a quick chapter then they talk about mostly talk about how the north and the south of the u.s you know the successes of how like the North freed slavery and stuff like that, instead of going into detail how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like great. And looking back at it, it was just like, damn, it's <laughs> fucking, fucking whitewashed the shit. Yeah. Cause dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know if like every history teacher taught this, right. But like my history yeah. teacher in high school, right. He yeah. said, all right, everything they teach you before you, uh, you heard from me now is all bullshit. He's like, they didn't go to war to free slavery. They went to war because there was a dispute between two, like a Republican and a Democratic Party. And it was something about an amendment for a state in the South. And the South wanted yeah. to stay independent and follow those those mandates. And that's why they went to war. And it just so happened that slavery was a part of that type of thing. Well, you had a good history teacher. Though. Yeah, no, I love history. Even in college, like with professors like that, like we almost went to like more liberal college. Like, I went to BCU, I went to BCU here. It's more mm-hmm. of a liberal college. It's great. Love that. But even then, like for history, when you go more in depth with it, it depends on the professor how much you learn. Because a lot of times, like even with them, like the resource that we go to to like learn about this, the articles, the books, the journalists, the people we talk about, it's still from like white perspective. I've noticed. Like even though, like all like our like assigned readings are by white men, mm-hmm. not by like black people or Asians and who like live through it stuff like that. It's just like. It was like, it was like, what's, what's that shit called? It's some, um, the white savior kind of sort of. Mm. It's, like, it's kind of yeah. like a white girl. Like the white people telling us like what they did. We're like, how, oh, we did something so wrong. But you never get like, the person actually experiences like opinions. Or, I found the really rare even in BCU. Like if I get like a class that talks about like the perspective of racism in a form from a black, Asian or any type of um, person of point of view. I hated that. 
Yeah. yeah, it's literally like that, like, everywhere. Like, even, like, when I watched this one TikTok, too, about Japan's, like, kawaii, like, cute culture thing and how they use mm-hmm. that to, like, kind of hide, like, all the war crimes and the imperialism and stuff that oh, happened, oh, like, in China. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I've talked about it with other people before, too. Like, not just with history, just, like, so much information. Like, you know, you can only write so much in a book or, like, have access to so much as, like, a normal person. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like... There's just so many things and, like, so many hidden truths and, like, secrets and everything that, like, have gone on that, like, so many people don't know about except maybe, like, the 1% or something, you know? Because it's, like, you just never know. And it's not even, like, a you-had-to-be-there type of thing. Like, there's just so much that is so right. inaccessible to, like, all of us, you know? Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, You're going, like, to one. Japan. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, going off what she said, um, one of those big ones can be talking about the first president of the United States, uh, George Washington. Like we we all know how he was. One thing that they never told us that I actually found out during quarantine is how he had wooden teeth. But in reality, it wasn't actually wooden teeth. It was the teeth of his slaves. Oh. And throughout oh. our whole life, we never figured. Like they never told us that in school. They always said his teeth were made from ivory or wood. Mm. They weren't. It was not. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Damn, that's intense. Wow, I had no clue. Yeah, I saw that too. Jeez. No, no. Oh my it's God. crazy. Huh. Wow. Well, uh, JP has joined the <laughs> podcast, everyone. Uh, JP, if you just want to do a quick introduction of yourself for everyone. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm JP. I'm 22. Yeah. <laughs> tough tough um that's it uh i'm gonna kind of shift the the question now uh, (laughs) so we can start fresh with everyone here if you guys don't mind um so i kind of want to talk about and grab everyone's backgrounds um it could go in whatever order that that whoever wants to talk about it first and stuff like that but like growing up in the united states right as like asian americans black americans and stuff like that um have you seen yourself like giving into like the social norm if that makes sense like a society or like being in school and trying to fit in with that like white culture if that makes sense and then like at least for me it wasn't until (laughs) i went to college where i was like wow i'm really going to like embrace like my asian heritage because like that shit is actually very (laughs) but in high school i was like yo i'm trying to be like these guys type of thing yeah, bro. For me, that shit started at sixth grade, dude. I literally wore shorts <laughs> that were above my kneecaps. And this is like oh my God. that Vietnamese kid that was like, yo, why the fuck are your kneecaps out? That's just ashy. And for every that, every that day, bro, I was self-conscious of myself wearing, uh, wearing like no hip shit, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, but like, you know, if anything, I set this trend for booty shorts since like, you know, sixth grade. <laughs> nah, but, um, but for that, for real though, um, you know, it's kind of kind of crazy. You don't really real really realize it while you like live through it, like kind of like the racial, cause like like pressure, where it's like you try want to fit in, right? Until like now, where you think about like your high school or your middle school, right? Because like me going to Westfield High School, that's probably like in the most rich, like Fairfax County is probably the richest uh, county in the U.S., right? Um, just going there is just like mostly everybody there that goes there, like privileged privileged white kids that live in like virginia run area with like the big ass houses and shit and they kind of they're they're normally the ones that are popular because they're just the ones whipping around look at the mercedes you know the audi and shit like that so it's like 
damn, I kind of want to fit in and shit. And they're all wearing like Vineyard Vines, Ralph Lauren, you know, the, <laughs> like the Sperry's with the Nike socks, you know, it's Not like, Sperry's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but hey, hey every, yeah. everybody wore that just to, just to fit, even if it was ugly. Guilty. I did that shit too, Ryan. Guilty. With the Nike socks? <laughs> yeah, Nike Elite socks. Bro, bro, if you're really about it, you get the Elite ones. But like, I got the regular tricycle ones. <laughs> no, yeah. I despise that trend. Yeah, but the white ones. Yeah, the white ones. Yeah, black ones is kind of weird. It was those for the athlete. But um, yeah, because I went through a phase through high school where it's like I wore, uh, uh, I guess, like Vineyard Vines for like a year or two. And then went to Ralph mm-hmm. and then all that shit. It's like everything Ralph, you know, is the way to wear. And then uh, just because that's where all the popular, basically, essentially white kids wore, you know, because mm-hmm. they had the most money. They had like the coolest stuff, you know. Um just like you wanted to be like them so like you fit in and kind of become popular you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then like going to college you know you experience like a bunch of people you meet a lot of people if anything college to me what i learned in my four years even with a degree is just like sensitivity cultural training you know like understanding you know where people come from and you know not having any sort of prejudice until their personality shit but like you know you kind of learn where they come from and all that stuff so um yeah. so it's like an eye opening and then after that i was like I wore streetwear and stuff like stuff like that, and then senior year hit, and I was like, I stopped caring. I just wore like graphic T-shirts and just shorts. But like, it's it crazy just looking back at it, how you try to fit in physically, and also like, also look back at like the stereotypes that they say, like how how wow you got to fucking be, bro. You're like Asian man, you're supposed to be good at this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you know they have like expectations to be smart, but it's just like. Bro, I'm dumb as you, bro. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, so it's like it's like kind of crazy. It's like, damn, I was kind of objectified too, you know, like going to school at Mary Washington. It's like Fredericksburg. It's like you see on 95, like the Confederate flag when you drive by. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that, but like if you look to your left and you go to Richmond oh, area, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you see oh, the Confederate yeah. flag. Yeah. 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 But oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's down now, though. Hopefully, no, no, they can't take that down because it's private property. They can't take that down. Yeah, he put that. That guy put it high as hell, so the high whole highway could see it. That guy is petty oh, so shit. It's like, it's like a person's yeah. place. Yeah, it's, it's like- a person's place. They can't take it down. It's not like a public, uh, public property. It's because pri- someone owns that property and. Can he raised it up that high? So the dude, how racist here. do you have to be to do that? <laughs> <laughs> racist and petty. It's a fucking flex. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, when I went to yeah, because freshman year when I went, uh, you know, the first week, you know, everybody wanted to be my friend because two, there's only two percent Asian at school. Everybody else is white. You know I mean, because everybody wanted to be friends with the Asian guy, and there was like a whole mm. club, uh, Korean K-pop club, right, ran by white people. You know what I mean? It's like, bro. What was it? It was like that at VCU, actually. KSA was like. about the culture. Yeah, like, KSA wasn't even Korean. Wait, Solon, did you see the video for the K Club? Yes. Oh my gosh. Raise a memory. Yeah, Aren't you guys roasting them on this podcast? Don't worry, post uh, post edits will happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those were dark times at that school. Yeah, but like you know, it was crazy because they're openly like you can openly tell that they're like objectifying, you know. Asian. like they're tokenizing you right yeah it's just like i want to be your friend why just a cool specimen 
Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, like literally like this, there's this chick yeah. that was in a K-pop club, right? She openly said, yeah, I'm going to meet, uh, marry a Korean guy and move to Korea. Like, you know, like what yeah. the fuck? Like, that's like weird. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, it's just, yeah exactly. I mean, if there's people oh. like that, then it has to be a population, even at your fucking school. <laughs> Do yeah, there is. Yeah, there so is. it's like it's kind of crazy. Like when you look back at it, it's like you don't. When you experience, it, you don't notice it. But when I look back at it, it's just like, wow, <laughs> I've been objectified. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's man. Yeah. I don't know. Like for me, I went to not Westfield, West Springfield. Yeah. And dude, like before they did the renovations, like did the school was the same building since like the 80s yeah oh. so like i don't know you i could already i just felt like i was like a in an 80s movie where it's like you know all like caucasian like protagonists and they're all like <laughs> there's jocks and stuff like that and it's like i don't know but i mean luckily for me i kind of just like straight away i didn't try to like fit in too hard just because i was already like the new kid at school <laughs> but like I, for me it was just cringe but i could always tell some people would always like, like it was like microaggressive t- type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. Asian stereotypes. I mean, I feel like we all experience some type of thing like that. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, the okay. grades, math, or whatever, science. You know, martial arts. Type yeah, of yeah. yeah. Or no, you know, <laughs> I played basketball, so everyone would call me Jeremy Lin. Or oh Yandere. hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a big. Yeah, thing. any Asian hooper, right? That was decently Ooh. good. Or above average, call you Jalen or Yao Ming. Yeah, post hook on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, I'm just like, bro. That's the only two Asian b- basketball players they know. That's why. Yeah. 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 So. Whatever. I mean, it was the same for me. Like, I definitely. I mean, the thing is, is that I didn't really grow up in a predominantly white area like i lived in like more lower middle class so it was mainly like poc um so or like minorities like even in elementary school and stuff but even then like it's just funny how even with that like all throughout elementary to to high school like it was i was mainly surrounded by minorities like diversity so i'm like grateful for that but even then like we would still, because you know it's Nova, you know what I mean? And, like, you see, like, South County, it's all the rich white kids. You see, like, schools, like, where stuff went to were, like, West Springfield. And it's, like, all these rich white kids with, like, nice lives, basically. Yeah. Or, like, how they would portray it or, like, what it would seem like to us. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we would all still definitely try to be white. Like, I definitely still tried to be, like, white, like a white girl. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and it's also funny because even it, like, started since elementary school, like, kind of being bullied for like your features or like what you ate or like you know like one time i brought like Mm -hmm. kimbap like to to um lunch in elementary school Mm -hmm. and i wanted to give my friend one and she like eats it in front of me and she spits it back out into my (laughs) hand and she's like this is disgusting bro yeah you bring yo you bring kimchi dude everybody exposes you oh i would never bring kimchi yeah i told my mom nah man yeah that's it bro (laughs) So yeah, I would literally cry and be like, "Please don't do that to me." <laughs> but yeah, like you, you know, even the way I would dress, like me and all my friends, like we're not none of us were white. Like you know, our friends would try like so hard to kind of like perpetuate, like you know, like that type of stuff, and like you know how like 
even still to like to this day like eurocentric features like basically white features are still like glorified Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. those beauty standards are upheld and so yeah i really don't think it was until probably college that i really was my true self because even in elementary school too i was actually pretty prideful of being like korean like i would like still be into k-pop like even as an elementary school kid i'd be like oh my god guys like oh that came from like korea or like asia or whatever and i know a lot of people would shit on me and be like asian culture like you think you guys made everything like why the fuck are you so prideful like shut the fuck <laughs> up like you're being so annoying and so i think that's what traumatized that's what traumatized me too and so i used to be very like i honestly used to be very be very proud of like being asian mm-hmm. and korean but i think after that going into middle school and high school like i really just hated like being like a person of color like being asian like mm-hmm. whatever like i would always be like oh why was i not white or like you know yeah, so. yeah. i had the same feeling too i had literally the opposite though like anything korean or asian was like cringe so like you know how you like anime, right? You're a fucking weebo, you know what I mean? Like Right. Yeah, right. it's like you're a fucking weeb. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know I mean? Or like, like <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. So like I would still be into it, but it was something I felt like I always had to hide because if yeah, I did yeah, bring yeah. it up, it was constantly like deep nice or like, right. oh you're fucking weird, or like, oh you must be a fucking nerd or you know, because yeah. I used to also be very into <laughs> only bad bitches remember Gaia online. And, oh my god yes. yeah and yes. i would also like i would just also be very into like writing like i i wanted to i used to want to be an author and so i would go on there and like essentially like role play but it would just be like writing stuff <laughs> like it wasn't the cringy stuff like it was it was a lot of just like creative writing but i remember like doing all of those things like watching anime or like listening to certain musics like i always feel like i had to do it in private and like to be like shame yeah. like ashamed of it you know yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now it's just funny that like it's nice, but at the same time, like you know, like the fox, the fox eye trend, or yeah. mm-hmm, or like um, like people like being Korea boos, or like K-pop being more glorified, like BTS and stuff, or like um, anime, you know. And it's just like I don't, I don't mean to ever be that person. Like, oh my god, well you guys like hated on it before, like you can't be a fan now. Like that's it's fine, it's good to be a fan now. Yeah. I'd rather, I much rather they love it than like hate on it like they used to. Yeah. But it's just yeah. funny to see like how that shifted, you know. Yeah, and it's the same people that are like gatekeeping it now from other people. Right. Like, it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah. you hated it, and now you want to gatekeep it. Exactly. Like, you're a hypocrite. On, like no. why? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could even say that, like you know, Asian, like kind of objectifying Asian culture as like you know, uh, black culture, like hip hop and all st- that type mm-hmm. of stuff. You know what I mean? So, right. Like, they're like early early two thousands, right? you know hip-hop and all that kind of affected like people's lifestyles in terms of like the way they dress you know the way they talk you know what i mean it's just like i don't know if, i don't know if it's right saying this but it's like all right probably is but like white people just like to you know try to make it their own you know what i mean try to own always yes they always love nothing. colonizing taking right, what's yeah, not theirs basically yeah so i mean just whatever i mean there's no solution to it it's like this in a country even the world like it's all for white people like even in like different countries like asia right let's say koreans the palest koreans were normally the elitist you can say that for china any other race the the whitest asians were the elites the dark darker skins were you know the poor people because they're always on the farm and stuff like that working Mm. so it's just like just like the matter of just color and just being like the you know white is just like the most privileged race you can be 
yeah. right in my opinion yeah. right yeah it's like but, in the philippines too right Same it's like yeah. yeah it's like there's no solution to it. like you can raise awareness to it but it's just like structurally ingrained until like future generations you know maybe but like now mm-hmm. this generation is like in the next new like near generations like no so i don't think there's going to be a solution to it no it's yeah i mean ingrained. yeah there's also that issue of like and with everything going on now too of like kind of like black culture too obviously being like even with k-pop like there's been that discussion of like how a lot of the industry and like everything has been inspired and like from black culture or something like you know that conversation and so Mm -hmm, it's like while we're on the topic of like the discrimination happening now like with people kind of co-opting like blm and like saying alm like asian lives asian lives matter and like stuff like Mm -hmm. that and so i feel like maybe we could touch on that like how people feel yeah 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 (laughs) I thought about that a lot because, like, I was grew I was raised in like a really like um diverse area too. Generally, surprisingly, like there was tons of people like Latinos, um, Hispanics, Black, White, mm-hmm. but there was never really a lot of Asians. Surprisingly, like I didn't even mm-hmm. hang out with, like a lot of Asians. Like we get, I like am as a kid, but I didn't actually talk to like actual Asians really until mm-hmm. I got to college. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was like the last minor group that I haven't like fully interacted with like as a family, as a friend, and. I would say, like, for both sides, for Black culture and Asian culture, we take a lot of things from each other, which is fine. I love that. I love, like, mm-hmm. the coexistence we have. Like, mm-hmm. so a lot of K-pop does have hip-hop inspired things. Great. Love that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Black culture now is, like, fashion with that. There's lots of, like, Asian-inspired fashion. Mm-hmm. Great. I love it, too. But, like, when BLM happened recently this year, and then now with coronavirus and the Asian discrimination, I despise, like, the like the line we drew. Right. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we help the help... You, we helped you help us like that. Like it's definitely, you, don't, you definitely ask that, but like, it's just like I don't like how it became like divisive. Like we're all discriminated against. Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be a popular company who is more discriminated against. I don't. I hate that shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just human nature, yeah. like of blaming. You know, what I mean, it's just human mm-hmm. nature to blame something, never take accountability. You know, what I mean, it's just it's just ingrained in humans to just blame for like a big issue that you know kind of. Makes yeah. their life worse. You know what I mean? It's just so shitty. I'm yeah. like, please. Exactly. That's why, like, I brought up what I said before about, like, maybe it sounds kind of like a conspiracy theory, but, like, how everything that has been escalating towards Asians has been, like, suddenly starting being be- portrayed more. But it's also been in a way where it kind of, like I said, Sfonte, it's been a little divisive where, like, I've seen a lot of, like, things being, like, maybe the like perpetrator was like black versus like a, yeah, like no, the age, right and then it's like yeah and then like the co-opting and then it just doesn't help because then it causes more unrest and like more divisiveness between the communities when in reality like we should be working together yes, and like yes. acknowledging like acknowledging those mistakes maybe of like co-opting or like moving on to like use different phrases or like moving on to learn that like the history of each other and like how we can like intermingle without appropriating and like crossing those lines right. but i just feel like with the surge of like the media portrayal and like obviously like you know like social media is so like it controls everything especially with our generations that like people are quick to just believe what they see on twitter or like believe like an opinion and be like oh i fucking totally agree yeah that shit pissed me off like oh fuck yeah fuck them like they're not helping us like oh fuck them like they didn't help us so we're not gonna help them like that type of attitude i feel like that is so counterproductive Uh, so bad and i feel like the reason why though go ahead uh, I was just gonna say I think that's the thing though it's like we can't just generalize like oh these people like you ex- like 
first of all, there's like difference in like accessibility to resources. You can't expect everyone to have like a cell phone or social media. And that's like its own problem of like, like a world problem. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that online, everyone has their own echo chambers. So it's not like we can generalize a whole like race or population and say, oh, they're not supporting us or they're not supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Like there's more to this world than like what we see online. Mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and everyone just has their own little everyone everyone's feed with the algorithm it's curated for them yeah you know what i'm saying for sure it's yeah. everything is supposed to validate and everything you know what i'm saying mm. so you can't just say oh like they didn't support us so we're not going to support them because who are you talking about you know what i'm saying yeah there are people that care and there are people that support that are supporting so you can't just say you can't just pick and choose, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. people kind of just buy into that and they think, oh, you know, this tweet has like so many retweets, has so many likes, so it must be truer. Everyone should be this way I'm seeing it if it's that popular, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a lot so, of like miscommunication has been happening. And like, like you said, yeah. like, when people are seeing just certain things that's attentive, attentive to them type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Solon, I feel like you haven't been talking much. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, is there something you wanna? No, 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 no. I'm just. I'm, no, no. I'm good right okay, now. Good. I'm okay. good. Sorry, like, I just want to make yeah, sure he... your your opinion is being said. No, yeah, I'm good right now. Okay. <laughs> I'll go a little further. Like you? even like on the line. Oh, we going who's talking? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it was nothing. It was, no, I'm sorry. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, even like online, that's very true. And even like um, in like reality, like, you know, IRL, I feel like the reason why like, um, like with terms of like um, support right now, it's like more divisive between like other minorities in Asia right now is because of just lack of exposure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I wasn't really exposed to Asia until college, surprisingly. And um, like I said, I feel like I've been around a lot of Hispanic Latinos. Like they're like almost, how do I say this? We're almost like the same. Like I don't know. We're, there's a lot more like um, corporation because like we were here in America together, like fence or something. Like the like the islands like that. Like it was just like, I I guess like the history is like more similar to like that. So like, we're around each other more often. And I think like the mm-hmm. big issue also for like Asian Americans, like others, like why we seem to, like more so fight than cooperate. Is it because we still see each other's like different levels of minorities, I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit? But for a lot of black people, like, like, especially like, oh, well, we're in America and we've been persecuted for long and they have, so fuck them. And reverse, like, Asians are like, well, we have this issue, this issue here. Y'all need to help us also. Like, why do you think we should help you? Like, I feel like that's what's happening here. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Like, this history, just like this, how long we've been tracking each other's races I feel, in America. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's also because of the rampant. Oh, sorry, Vinny, you can go ahead. Oh, now you can go. It's, it's your go. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. I mean, there's also been, you know, those conversations of like addressing the rampant like anti-blackness that's been in like Asian like communities and like mm-hmm. cultures, especially when like they've immigrated here from like a monolith of like living in Asia and only seeing like people who look like us, and then coming to here and then like you know having different experiences depending on where they grew up and to be honest i feel like most of my immigrants like they probably grow up in like poor areas or whatever and then work their way up and so it's like yeah. a lot of misconceptions a lot of misunderstandings a lot of ignorance and like you know like for example like the la riots like if you guys know about the la riots like with, yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah right and it's it's like 
a lot of external factors coming into play too. But um, I forgot what I was trying to say at the end with this. But like, I just like having those hard conversations. Like, I just think that's why it's also been pretty divisive because there has been a lot of. I don't know what the right word to say is, but just a lot of like misunderstandings yeah. and you, like, yeah, especially you, within the older gens. Right. Yeah. Do you think that could um, just like white, like America, just like whitewashing, you know, the perceptions of like, you know how Asians, you know, like hardcore Asians, the fobs kind of depict, you know, black people like differently. Cause I saw yeah. this one um, video of Jubilee and how like they talked about how, you know, uh, their parents, you know, describe them as like, uh you know black people are lazy you know they steal and stuff like that and all that kind of Mm. stuff do you think that like you know media kind of from what they hear you know on the news like cnn or them them, like you see like on the news like it's like a armed black guy you know robbing a convenience store or some shit like that you know that's how most asians you know yeah exactly so it's like there's, there's like media influence and as well as like you know just the way like other minorities are portrayed, you know, affects, you know, how Asian people yeah. depict black people and how black people depict Asians, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's like for all races and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I also it's think like, it's like, like the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Savante. Go ahead. I would say like, even like, um, in like media, like entertainment, like in shows and movies. Yeah. Like you see a stereotype so clearly. Like yes. it's always like the like oh, yeah. African Americans, oh, like the robbers, like low income, struggling. Yeah. No against the law. Trying to make yeah. it. Like easy. every Asian before like two thousand I mean, honestly before Crazy was Asian, so when that movie came out, every American representation of like Asian person on television was like some nerd, like some funky rebel girl. Like that was all it was. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. I, that was all it was. I've never seen like a true Asian woman person anyone sure. be like described. Like a little scenario be- before, like fresh off the boat, and situations like mm-hmm. a few years ago. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I I really feel like the shows now are kind of getting better, but they're still like fitting the Asian stereotypes, right? Like, because mm-hmm. like back then, like, like w- when you see the commercials in the 1990s when we were growing up, right? Like when we were growing up, we didn't really think much about it, but if you think about it now, like if that those commercials were released now, like that's they're gonna get like hella flagged and like taken down because at least with like the asian commercials like they had the typical you know rice hat the long like yeah mr miyagi bro (laughs) they would have them like talking an accent and stuff like that to like sell the product of like you know cup ramen or something and it it i feel like media is like a huge influence like you guys were saying where um at least our older generation of asian americans like they automatically think what the media say is true. And uh, maybe it could be going vice versa the other way too, of what people think of Asian people, you know? Um, what do you, a uh, quick question. What do you guys think of, so there's, you know, social issues, but then you have humor. So like comedy, they're like dark comedy. I like, I had a whole class on com- like, you know, mm-hmm. whole concept of comedy and having dark humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? You know how Dave Chappelle got shit on, for being like making homophobic, you know, uh, remarks. And then you have what Russell Peters back in 2010, make fun of Asians, you know? And then, mm. and then it's just like, what, uh, what's that YouTube channel? Ownage pranks. Uh, it's like a white guy literally doing an Asian accent, Indian, you know what I mean? Like the whole other, you know, other races making fun of other races. And then just that whole concept and that it affects, you know, the dedicate, like their individual's race in their everyday lives, you know? What do you think, like, entertainment and then, like, you know, comedy differentiates? I 
Well, me and Jonathan JP were actually talking recently about how, like, for a lack of a better word, like the sensitivity levels have changed from mm-hmm. back, even back when we were like in elementary school to now. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. me, I think whether it's humor or not, like if you can't be funny without degrading someone based yeah. on their race, their right. gender, whatever, then you're not really funny. You know, so, like maybe so what about like self incriminating ones? So it's like an Asian co- comedian making fun of his Asian. Um, just like Asians in general. I, I feel like there's like certain instances where like maybe right. it is funny because you know sometimes yeah. I like to say stuff too or like speak in an accent right. but I think there comes a point when it's like they oh it's actually funny and like right. it's okay because they're actually like from that race versus like oh you're yeah. just enforcing like really negative stereotypes about like your own people and it's not really that right. fun- you know what I mean like it's kind of yeah it's yeah. really it's the most basic though. ones yeah. 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 It's the most basic stereotypes too. Like yeah, oh right. Asians can't drive or Asians are good at math or whatever. Right. But I think like like you know, you guys know uh, Joe Coy, right? The Filipino comedian? Yes. <laughs> so he does a really good job of doing it. You know, like he'll yeah. make fun of Filipinos and be like, Oh, you know, like Filipino moms are cheap or like they like <sighs> like Louis bags and stuff, you know, and he makes sure. fun of that. Mm. And it's funny because it's true and it's because it's He's speaking from experience, though. You know, it's like a shared experience that he shared right. with others. Mm-hmm. That's why it's funny, and that's why it's okay. Yeah. But when right. you're just kind of, like, talking about something you don't know just to, like, right. enforce yeah. some type of narrative or, like, make people laugh, then it's, like, forced and not organic. It's, you know, right. it doesn't help anybody at yeah. the end. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I agree with JP on that because, like, I've seen, like, I feel like it's okay when it's coming from a place that you're from, like where you experienced it, it usually is like really like, fun, like family anecdotes like that, like oh, like ladies that like that, like you know how like black moms are loud, like the accent black moms are giving when they're upset. <laughs> like it's literally your childhood. Uh-huh. It's like the ones where like it's like oh, yeah. like can't drive or good at math. It's like you're just forcing something that white people already think about. It's just, like get a rise out of them only. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're not making if your if your humor is for your race, fantastic. But if you're doing it to pander to someone else, that's ridiculous. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I think it's where yeah. um, comedy. I feel like when it's like the same race doing the joke and stuff like that, and even ethnicity, like um, and stuff like that. Like if Filip- like like what you said, JP, a Filipino comedian talk doing inside Filipino jokes, right? It's like. <clears throat> It's like jokes that only they would know because they can. It, yeah. It's all relatable, right? Um, yeah. And then it's just the generalized things that don't make sense. And I think uh, one thing, definitely, our culture is getting more sensitive, right? So it's some a lot of things can't pass like it used to. But I know I noticed like a lot of things when I was growing up, and even now, like it's, it's still on TikTok, right? It's like the angry Asian mom, right? And I think that's like a a stereotype that every asian can relate to the same right so it's like mm-hmm. the be he- be at bed by cur- curfew and stuff like that it's like it's something that we could relate to that's why it's funny but when uh-huh. it's someone else doing it and putting in those stereotypes it's like do you actually know or are you just like <laughs> judging us for like what you've heard on media type of thing? yeah uh-huh. yeah i like, I think like it all comes down to like go ahead go ahead <laughs> 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 always the <laughs> I like the tag. I'm sorry. Leave me alone. <laughs> Bro, I was gonna, I've noticed like um some jokes that you like when it comes to, like ethnic comedians, they like resonate with more than just their race. Which I love those jokes. Uh-huh. I mean, like a lot of them Hispanics like to joke about like the chonkla, their mom's like shoe. Uh-huh. 
and like how you use like physical discipline in a non-abusive way to discipline children. And um, I realized like whether at TikTok or anything else, like where just comments like a lot of people besides like especially like oh age like oh yeah I'm on first handle ha ha Leo's hilarious or the broom mm-hmm. or um, you know black parents be like oh yeah with like the the little spoons like that like they all relate to like that shared experience. Yes, yes, yes. So I feel like yeah. So I feel like sometimes the jokes are also great because they make people realize they're more common than they thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess what I'm getting from everything that we're talking about is like, at the end of the day, <clears throat> everything just goes down to like experience. Mm. And it's like, going back to what you said, Steph, it's like the media plays into it because what else do we know of the real world besides our own experience? You know what I'm saying? Is what we see online right. and what's what's exposed to us. So the more that we kind of just break down those barriers and those assumptions that make life a little bit more easier, you know, for us to be like, oh, you know, oh, he's Asian, he's a bad driver. Like, that's why you right. cut me off. Instead of knowing, saying like, yeah, maybe that guy's only been driving for two days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Something that's a little bit more humanizing rather than just like looking at him and being like, oh, he's a bad Asian driver as usual. Mm. It's yeah. like, we just kind of need more. I mean, this ha- this boils down to another conversation about like, capitalism and like colonization and everything but it's um we just don't have enough time to actually experience and get to know people i feel like Mm -hmm. because we're all just working and we're all just kind of making fast assumptions because we don't really have time to do anything else yeah yeah um just to go back on that and wrap it up before we do our halftime break guys and stuff like that um yeah, what you said, JP, and like what we were mentioning mm-hmm. before, like I just wanted to bring that back with like, you know, like black minorities and Asian minorities and how, you know, there's like conflict and how we feel like there should be a better understanding in a way type of thing. I just feel like I wish there was a way like in the education system where people could be more educated with every type of minority so they could understand where people are coming from in a way, or like if people could actually like like, go out there and take the time to do their extra research. So they're not judging a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I feel like there is people that are supporting each other, like minorities and are supporting other minorities, but then the people who are like not supporting and like feeling like basically petty, it's like, kind of they're not doing the research to back up what's happening you know what i'm saying because like i feel like it's better when we're a unity than divided as we said earlier right i feel like into the like today's age you know um back then you know probably like five years ago social media was still like at its birth you know where it's like Mm -hmm. you didn't you didn't really portray or have like exposed things that should be exposed um i feel like now um, especially past, you know, 2019, uh, 2020, um, everybody has a phone these days, you know, even in elementary school and stuff like that. And everyone kind of now has that, you know, journalist journalism, you know, mindset, you know, like starting to, I mean, I'm not going to say everyone fact checks, but like, you know, most people will probably fact check before they make assumptions of it since they're exposed to, you know, having a computer in the internet and they're pounding their palm of their hands. Yeah. So, I feel like uh, a lot of kids, I'm just being being optimistic, are bright, you know, and will kind of research, do their own research and, you know, look what um, influencers or, you know, they come across online and check if it's real and then, you know, learn from that instead of just listening to, you know, just someone in your fourth grade teacher, you know, teaching you that, you know, 
we freed slavery. You know what I mean? They just do their own research because they have resources online in the palm of their hands. Yeah. And so, and look at what other people are saying online and forums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, social media, you know, it's probably at all time, you know, best at its prime, mm-hmm. I guess. It, it's mm-hmm. nothing, and they can just keep going up from there. So everyone's just able to, you know, have the resources to do that. I also feel like that goes on to our generation, like their older siblings, if they have it, they have that ability to like speak down to them, let them know what we're going through as a whole and our experiences. Cause it's not the same experience as our parents or our grandparents. Like this generation is like in like a world of its own, like we're Gen Z millennial whole mindset is really weird. So we got to like, educate them about what's happening and let them know and then pass it down, pass it down. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. We just got to be mindful of the stuff we're putting out, especially for the younger ones. Cause they're getting younger and younger using yeah. this. And you can already tell, we were talking about how it's so easy to be influenced and like, try to like, you know, be white, be a whitewashed Asian or whatever, you know, yeah. and fit in. So imagine the societal pressures added with social media that's kind of like, it's still pretty crazy to me, you know what I'm saying? The societal pressure. So for them being at a super influential age, mm-hmm. like we got to be careful because they're going to, you know, that's how they base their whole view of the world on yeah. is what we kind of, they look up to us type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely agree. Yeah. All right, podcast listeners, it's the time for our halftime break. Um, this is the time for you if you guys need to catch up on water. Um, get drink it up, you know, get a snack or you need to take a bathroom break and something like that. We'll be back in about 30 seconds to a minute. Um, so we'll see you in a bit. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys got that water, you know, that snack or got that bathroom break and stuff like that. Um, so we're going to shift gears kind of right now and talk about the current events that's been happening um, basically in America and actually probably across the world, actually, and stuff like that. Um, I just wanted to bring up like I've been doing some research and stuff like that. So I saw this article about like racial discrimination rising um since 2019 it's probably been way before that but you know how like we said before um how social media and like digital marketing has been really on the uprise and really important and easier to access i guess what i'm I'm trying to say in our generation um so some of the interesting statistics that i like found off of it and we could talk about it is that the most oppressed racial minority group is uh black and hispanics right now and um when trump the 45th president excuse me um, <laughs> when the 40, 45th president was elected there has been a 45 percent increase in racial slurs to um other people and four four out of ten americans say that they've been hearing it on the regular um so yeah that was the basis of that and ha- um it also mentioned how uh Actually, no, I think this was in a different article, so that's it. So we could just talk about that right now. 
That is very true. I have been called slurs in these streets more in the past like year and a half than in my entire life. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I- there's a Trump rally here like earlier. Like, what what month was that? Someone that was in October. In October, and we're walking past it. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was, I was on my thing. So like, I saw the Trump rally. I'm not a big fan. So I rolled down the window before I could even do anything. This man shouted from across the, the road the N word, like loud and clear as day. And I was in shock. I did not expect With it. With the hard R. Don't forget the hard the R. The hardest R. He did not stutter. He did not flinch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I almost crashed a car. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I lose words. I said, wait like, a minute. What did this person just say? Right? What? <laughs> I was gonna give him a middle finger. That's all I was gonna do. He came out with like the big guns. I said, "Wait, that was not what I was doing." Jeez. He brought like a gun to a knife fight. Like I was not. I can't do all that. Can't wear ammo. That's. Are we? Are we? Are we talking about experience? Yeah, we could do anything that's yeah. like personal or like like what's mm-hmm. happened lately, or yeah, if you personally I, gone through it. I think for me, I've run into more so other minorities. You know, like being racist to me, to me, the more than white people where it's like, uh, you know, I have uh, Hispanic friends, you know, it's joking to say, you know, if a fucking Chino or some shit like that, and you even see it on like TV or, um, just like other people, you know, like saying that, um, I think it's more so for me, I've experienced it more from other minorities to me than white people. And I think white people are more so like, um, they imitate, you know, the Asian accent just from social media. So what I'm trying to say is white people are just copycats, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but more like direct, direct racism for me, it was just other minorities mm-hmm. saying that Chino or some shit like that, like fried rice or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's just my experience. I would say that's pretty true too, because I'm not gonna lie, even, even for myself, like, Recently, actually, it was like a year or two ago, Kaylee caught me off <laughs> because I said a word that I, in a moment, I'll be like, just A-OK, like whatever, it's just a joke, but she <laughs> corrected me quite aggressively, and I was great. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee. <laughs> even then, like beforehand, like even like for myself, like other minorities, like Asian Hispanics will say DM word regularly. Uh-huh. And it was just like, well, it was, and uh, high school and under school, it's kind of whatever. Like, kind of let it go. Like, oh, like if you, I, in my mindset before like age like 18 or 19, if you are a person of color, it's not that we don't say so. Mm-hmm. I mean, just say it. Then as I grew up and I got around more people in college who came more diverse backgrounds than I did, a lot of people, including Kaylee, may realize, like, wait, that's not okay no matter how close we are to, like, being minorities together and go to the same struggles. That's not true word to say. For me to say, if I was to say to me as well. So, yeah, I feel like that's a lot of things for, like, minorities. Like, I think... I love they were comfortable around each other, but sometimes we get a little too comfortable around each other. We're like, we think we can uh-huh. say things because we also, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's not racist because I experience racism too. Like, no, that's still fucked up to say. That's yeah. Not yeah. And also, yeah. Also, like, you know, the N pass, your N word pass, you know, you have your black friend. You know, I, I hate, I hate when people say, like, I got, you know, I have a black friend or I have that Asian friend. I'm automatically cultured. But like, um, just like, it's also funny too. Like, there's also different types of like races. So you have like, white Asians, then you have black Asians that have, like, the buzz cut. You know those buzz cut guys? <laughs> 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 they say the N-word, too. Yeah, bro, it looked like you, bro. <laughs> buzz cut version? Yeah, they say the N-word, and they're just like, you know. Uh, I don't think they mean it, like, um, 
as a demeaning way, they probably grew up with a bunch of black people, you know, and it's just like their language too. But like, it's obviously not good, but you know, they kind of learned it and they just like, yeah, it's just like the way they grew up. Yeah, like I, yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, just looking back at it, it's like, damn, you know, that's kind of fucked up, <laughs> really fucked mm -hmm. up. But it's just like, um, that's just like the way you kind of grew up, you know, like the, your mannerism, you weren't called upon it. Cause you know, I guess they're like your homies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, so it's like that that in itself it's an issue, but like it is what it is, but yeah. it's just like crazy. It's like really yeah. I went to uh, my friend at birthday party, like uh, not birthday party, he had like a couple of friends over for his birthday, like two weeks ago at this point, I think, right? And he's he's Asian Viet and he invited um like one of his friends was I think Viet as well actually. But um <laughs> there was another black guy there too, right? There's a couple of us. And um they were playing like a game like beer pong like that, it's for funs. And the VIA guy said to the black man immediately, he was like, hey, what's up, N-word? Very <laughs> black history month. And that kid got punched in his face so goddamn fast. <laughs> so fast. Like, it was quick. It was lightning. It was like, hey, we're like, whoa, what, what is this going on here? And, like, they separated them eventually, right? And, like, everyone's mad at the VIA. Like, no one's, no one's saying he's, no one is giving, like, yo, no, like, it's not a big deal. Like, no, everyone's like, yo, shut up. <laughs> like no no like i can say it i was raised around black people like yo most homos are black like i was raised in this neighborhood this neighborhood like, i can say it and then he looked at me i guess i'm so light and like i know him a little bit so i guess he felt comfortable, <laughs> he, felt comfortable. <laughs> he was like like i don't think that like he said to me like look like i don't get n-word why is this a big deal he called me <gasps> <laughs> he went again. He said it again. Bro, you're, 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 you're getting socked no, on your head. You got this big hit on your head. You're you're gonna say it again. You he got a concussion. He don't know what he's saying no more. <laughs> At that point, he's gonna like, oh man, he's done for. Oh, right? he's so <laughs> he he did not stop. He says, "But this fight." He was like, "I was raised around black people. I saw time my friends. No one's gonna correct me. It's not the big deal. Why is so mad?" I was like, "Bro." How are you still sitting here defending yourself? <laughs> no one's on your team. No one. <laughs> yeah, that's just ignorance. Because I feel like a lot of people who came from, like, Nova especially, especially, like, the Asian kids, like, most of them are pretty well-off, too. Or some. I don't want to say most, like, to perpetuate that. But, like, you know, some are. And then they, like, still, even till 2021 only know of the bubble that they've been in like mm -hmm. especially like diversity wise with like their friend groups and like who they interact with and like who they exchange opinions with and stuff and so like that's probably he's probably one of those kids you know what i mean yeah. and that's just ignorance like it's not maybe like you guys were talking about he would have gotten a pass in like 2006 or something if yeah. he was old enough then but like it's 2021 and like there's enough social media and like talk about addressing things like that and how it's not okay anymore like there's no yeah. excuse yeah he's not a bad kid i want to make sure he's not a bad kid he's not like a shitty person like i know like about a couple of people, but like he's he was yeah ignorance yeah i mean yeah i mean i've started to like kind of recognize i i see it like this when someone says like some kind of racist shit like or like doesn't mean it and i know that they don't mean it there's like three things i look at it and see they're they're fucking they're either blatantly racist uh they're ignorant or they just like don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so there's some people, you know, there could be people that are on the spectrum, you know, they don't get social cues and they learn from, you know, friends, you know, they're like, they say the N word, like 
you know, they learn that and they just like don't know and know the social cues. Like I, I look at it like that before I like kind of judge and then like, you know, decide to like bink someone in the face. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think about those things like, you know, like, so, like look at their tone if they really mean it. You know what I mean? They could just be blatantly racist or they could just be just dumb or just like not educated on it. So I just look at it like that. But yeah. not many people look at it like that and they just assume shit. And then this one is just gets like problems and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to Damn it, you better pass out right. You better put <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I just I it was just funny because like like listening to all of it, right? Well not not funny, but it's basically everything what everyone was saying was like I was about to say that. Like I was literally about to say that. Like the people in the group was like, Oh yeah, I like my best friend's black, so I get to say it, or like I got the I got the pass card to do it. It's like no, you you don't but it's also like what you guys said they could be in their own bubble or they're ignorant they didn't really get exposed to those type of things that they don't know the social cues that like hey no you actually can't do that type of thing yeah yeah um so another uh interesting thing about like when i was researching like the different type of like uh like basically hate crimes towards like racial people and stuff like that um once it's this statistics that i saw of why um people think that so people think that there's like minority levels of if i'm pretty sure you guys know but there's like different like importance of minority levels and for some mm-hmm. reason asians are in the lowest priority list right and when i was reading the article that i didn't really understand and i was like but why is that a factor is because like statistically it, it, it america said that asian americans are like high cl- most of them are all high class and like they're successful so they're like the model minority group so that's why they will never understand the the racial discrimination that um they get compared to the other minorities so what do you guys think about that because and personally for me like you know, I think it's because the media put the stereotypes of those type of things like, oh, we're automatically smart in school, da da da, we're gonna become a doctor, we're gonna become a lawyer, and that's why we're like the high class and we, we kind of like when something wrong happens, we kinda of just mind our own business and leave and stuff like that. But like I feel like the Asian community is actually very diverse. Like there's poor Asians too, you know, there's immigrants that just came in that they have to like literally work the family business in order to survive type of thing. And you know, like not all of us want to be doctors or lawyers. I mean, some maybe our parents will pressure us, but now our generation is becoming um a factor of like we want to be actors too. We want to be creatives too. We want to work on all these other fields just like you. Like we're not just set to one certain type of job field and we're not all like privileged or have it rich that way you know yeah uh, yeah i mean go ahead go ahead go ahead Steph. no <laughs> you got it you got it you got it i hate this <laughs> <laughs> come on go ahead okay. well i was just gonna say that i mean i think at least from my experience like with my family and stuff like and like seeing other people too i think asian especially asian americans like who immigrate here are very like hard workers and so it's not that like like i'm sure the people who are at the top like they had to work hard to like you know like study hard so they can provide a better life for their kids because their parents immigrated here and had to like go through the fucking like trenches right to get to where they want to be yeah um and i don't mean to say that to invalidate like 
still the privilege that Asian Americans do have over like say Black yes. Americans and yes. stuff because the mm-hmm. system is just very oppressive and like very rigged. But I also think it's like that issue of like how ever since the first like Asian slaves to like they were brought to America. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty early on actually and like a lot of people don't know that was like yeah. um, like basically the like white people already had a plan to like have Asians come and assimilate and like make them like white America's bitch type of thing which is why like and with already like the like like we said white skin being upheld in Asia too like within those monolithic like places mm-hmm. like obviously that was pretty like well like done i don't know what to say but like you know like asians do still try to like perpetuate whiteness like we want it yeah. we want to be it's like a caste system right. like a yeah caste. exactly yeah. so yeah yeah i glorify yeah. go ahead no, no no i was just saying yeah. i don't i don't know i didn't hear you you got cut out you got cut off yeah oh i just glorification you know oh, yeah 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 i just feel like um for asians it's the reason why there's no like uh you know, uh, I guess like exposure is because one language barrier and two, the conservatism in terms of like keeping to themselves, working hard, like Kaylee said, you know, just like going to the trenches and grinding. Right. But like, uh, I don't, I mean, for all different ages, right. You go to the same race. So it's like Filipino guy will go to the Filipino guy or Korean guy will go to the Korean guy to, you know, get your car fixed or all that shit. Cause like, it's like the sense of, you know, you don't want to, have this run into an issue like you don't like Asians don't like to run into issues so they want to make it easier for themselves so they go to their own you know respective ethnic group so yes. it's like easier mm-hmm. for them to you know um, feel like they're in a group you know what I mean more so than you know an Asian guy going to a white guy and just like hey you want to fix my car you know you know that the other Korean will either like hook you up or you're like more accommodating you know just like that fear of uh, so that eliminates the fear of you know, just like, running into issues yeah. um, it's just like <laughs> yeah that, that brings up like um so actually one of those articles too that um i read <clears throat> so there's you know how like asian hate crimes are mostly increasing in uh new york area right mm-hmm. so um this asian korean grandma i think got like stabbed right and then she went to she got hospitalized and she actually the grandma actually didn't want to press any charges to not cause any problems trouble troubles basically because she didn't want to deal with any more things than she had to right uh, um and then the her grandchildren or um her children in general was like no like we're going to file a police report for this like i understand like you don't want to cause any more problems but like this needs to stop like we need to have a voice type of thing and that's where like i brought up earlier like i feel like why it's coming up now too is because like with when the media is like showing it and then us as the community are seeing it too like it's like we don't want to stay quiet anymore we actually want to say something and i feel like that's why i feel like some people feel like they could get away with it because the older asian like generation group will just kind of be like no 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 it's fine like we don't need to do anything about it or just leave it alone type of thing right and that's what i'm saying that's because like that model minority myth like trying to be right trying to be white trying to please the white man in order to like make our way up there Mm -hmm. is so like it's more deeply ingrained within like our older generations because they had to go through those experiences of like being nowhere and then trying to work the system and see what they could do to get a better life yeah you know because it's not easy and i think our generation like the younger generation does a better job of like 
addressing it and how like we have to break that like stereotype of like being the model minority and that like Asians are not a monolith like like you said we're very diverse like there's different groups of people and like even within the Asian like like community as a whole or like as a race like within America especially like there's still like within those groups like like maybe darker skinned Asians being more oppressed or like like the lower class ones not being as represented or like having that accessibility to things to commit to others and so Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably like the biggest difference I can see between like um other ethnic groups in America versus Asians is that I feel like especially for black people, I feel like they kind of rejected the right man. Like we do not want anything to do with it. Mm. Like we tried our best, like make our own culture, our own culture. I feel like mm. a lot of Asians still try to appease, which is that's not a bad thing per se. Like, not, I'm not shitting on it for that at all because low key, if you look at the durations, it kind of works. Like a lot of Asian people, like they are like intrinsically they are more wealthy so like that because way kind of work. Is it a good way? No, but it worked at the time. Why break something? It's not. But why fix it? It's not broken in their eyes, you know. And I feel like it's like the biggest mm-hmm. difference because like like black people, even they're saying like you're trying to take it, but like kind of like lean off, which is cool to like them. Asians seem to be more hardworking, like they're statistically, like statistically seem more hardworking, like other minority groups, and that's kind of true. Because I've seen, for at least when I see my Asian friends with their parents, like they push them very aggressively, they be successful, like aggressively, so like be a doctor, do anything, stuff, like be successful, be get your money, like go up, go up, go up. But a lot of black people are realizing their families, like because they're trying to reject the white man and what that stands for. A lot of times, it's kind of toxic in a way, like they kind of push you to not do so. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of black families from from the, like you don't have to go to college, like you don't have to be a doctor and do this and that. Like this, it wasn't as pushed. Like if you were trying to be educated, trying to make yourself better, you were seen as acting white. Mm-hmm. Like you'll get bullied. Yeah. Like, like oh you Oreo. Like, oh look at trying to be white. Like you like if you talk if you like talk like in, like standard English, not like in ebonautics like that. Like if you talk like with no like type of slang like that. You're seen as like oh you're acting white, trying to be white. Yeah, that was a big difference too. Is how racist seen in America for like Asian and black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also shows in like the whole education system, like especially now, if a black person compared to an Asian person tries to go to college, they automatically assume because I'm black, I'm not that educated. I don't know what I want to do compared to an Asian person who automatically assume has straight A's, know what they want to do in life. Mm. One of the big, yeah. one big factor. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's like, People can, like, you know, when you're in high school, it's like a black guy goes, like, I'm going to go to college. It's like, oh, for you going to D1 sports? You know that stereotype? How it's just yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, Asian guy goes, like, hey, I'm going to college. Oh, you're getting a degree in computer science? No, I got in as an athlete, as a you know basketball player. It's like, mm. what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just, I think that's just funny to me. You know, it's like I literally went to school for golf and they were like, uh, oh, you just get in for like a full ride? It's like, no, I got in because of golf. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like I went in for athletics more so than um, you know, my knowledge because I was fucking stupid. But, <laughs> but like, I think that's just funny. Just looking back at it, you know, it's just like how different perceptions on like different races on like the success of them and how they going up there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's like Go scary ahead. how socially ingrained everything is, and like like the model minority myth it's like we have to look at it from like different perspectives of like where we can downplay that maybe i don't want it's not it's not 
hard, like working hard is not part of any culture. If you're a hard worker, you're a hard worker, period. Yeah. You know yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of any culture. So, um, I guess culturally Asian Americans are more like in route to their, their homeland. They're more passive and, um, docile, you know what I mean? Like there were less more to speak. Yeah. And so that mm. over, and it also carries over into the fact that, yeah, we were trying to please the white man and move our way up instead of like fighting against it. We're just like, um, using the leverage that we got. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, some of us are working hard, but also we can't disregard the fact that we've been given a leg up because we're of the color of our skin. And yeah. mm-hmm. that the model minority supports that trope of us, that we can be useful to society or useful to the white man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's how we look at it. Yeah. Just like a double-edged sword. Yeah, for sure. Double-edged sword, yeah. Um, What do you guys think about... Because I know it's like, you know, model minority, and like it's really hard to, like we said before, minority groups to like support each other in unity because there are people who are supporting each other, right? And then there's other people that are seeing it in one perspective, right? So Mm -hmm. I saw a recent article, too, that maybe that we could probably put our opinions in to see if there's a way that we could figure it, not not quote unquote figure it out or give our opinions on how to fix that issue. So um when the Asian elderly community, right, were getting hurt and like getting pushed and people weren't finding any evidence of the person who did it to them, right? Um mm-hmm. I forgot what the name of the Asian actor was, but she, he's really known in Hollywood. But he put he tweeted like a reward. He's like, I'll give twenty five thousand dollars to um anyone who could give like any type of information of this um the person who assaulted the the grandma right and then there was a tweet under um his thing was like well you didn't you didn't give a $25,000 reward when um there was like black hate crimes happening and stuff like that so why should we be helping you in this cause type of thing uh. yeah so that's that's what like really made me start thinking it's like yeah because for like i guess certain races it really hits to them more right and like he he probably did support the blm movement right and it's just Mm -hmm. like but like what made the difference for the twenty five thousand reward and that's what's like causing issues between like you know the 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 minority versus minority thing when we actually should just be together helping each other out yeah it's just like human nature it's literally until it affects you, then you start taking initiative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like, like you see your, so like for him, right? The 20, the guy, the Asian actor, right? Mm-hmm. He's looking at it as like a outsider. You know what I mean? It's like, he disagrees with all what, like, you know, what America's doing and how they're treating, you know, black, black people and he supports from the outside, but he's not in their shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like not enough for him to take initiative. doesn't mean he's a bad person, but it's just like, it hasn't affected him. I feel like that's normal. It's just like, like that's like in general in life you know if it doesn't affect you you know why would you like you know and you don't yeah exactly and you don't understand it either so it's like how do you like push it if you don't understand it you know what i mean now that it affects him you know he understands now so it's like probably now that he's like like felt that oppression and you know that violence against like his own race right now he probably like understands like oh shit i was being ignorant but just looking outside and stuff like that and he probably is more more activist on both sides as well. I mean, yeah. 
it's just like literally until it affects you, you, t- you take initiative, but you're yeah. just out, in general, you're just looking at it from the outside. What can you do if you don't understand it? You don't know what it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. just experience. Mm-hmm. And there's no one's oh, sorry. We- that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Savante with someone. <laughs> I'm sorry. This <laughs> oh, everything about um. I don't know if you know. You guys heard Billy Porter? Anyone know Billy uh-huh. Porter? Yes. Billy Porter, yeah. He was in like a hit show which focused on um black modern culture and trans people, and especially right. And he worked for the show. He got my side. But anyway, he got a reward for it recently for his um acting. Great, love that. Uh-huh. And um, I think some TV show hosts asked him, okay, but what about, you know, the trans women who are on your show who were main characters? Also, he gives what he about them. And I loved Billy Porter until he said this. I was like, this is, you're done. But he didn't get a lot of flack for some reason. He said, it's not their time yet. Sheesh. Oh. <laughs> like, he's, he's like a black gay man, I guess. And I guess he, he thought that, like, it was his time to be rewarded, to be seen before the trans women were able to. And I oh. feel like that parallels to this too. I feel like a lot of like other minorities, like black people like that, they feel like we're not going to do it for your racism until we do it for ours first. Like it's not your time to shine yet. Like oh. that's me. And when he said that, I, wow, I love Dwee Porter. Dwee said that ruined me. But I feel like that's how a lot of people actually do think it. They're like, no, like it's my mm-hmm. issue first. Then we get to you. And yeah. that's the only for together. It's the same issue. Do it for the other. Why are you making it? Right. Yeah. There's no yeah. line. For, there's no line for racism. There's no line for it. Get the number. It's uh-huh. happening to all of us. Like, yeah. Like what Savante just said, that is that's even a bigger issue in the black community. Like black people want to come together, but we also have our own transphobia, homophobia, biphobia that we have to face on our own. Mm-hmm. And until they decide to like come together, we're still going to be decided in anything we do. Yeah. <laughs> is uh its own problem and needs its own discussion but going back to what you said stuff about like people only taking action when it affects them it's like i guess something that's without race that we can talk about is um like with men and women um like i said it's going to have its own discussion with like oppression of women and objectification but right let's say you talk about some people you know like people will talk will joke about like rape right yeah but sometimes people are like, okay, well, why does it take you to have to think about like, oh, well, what if that was your mom or what if that was your sister? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Family member. Um, why does it take that to for you to finally like see a woman as a person, you know, not an object, and then for you to kind of feel or be more sympathetic? Right. Because, yeah, there's like, different issues going on. Um, and different rhetoric that we see every day that it's hard for people to actually do it until it affects them personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad way to actually go about it. If it gets them to actually think about it, you know, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. I think it just goes back to human nature. Like it's just like that innate, innate, like selfishness within yeah. us where it's like, unless it really, like really hits home. It's like, we don't really think about it. And it's because we're, like, so busy going about our own lives, making sure we're good, like, we're us, 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 our family, you know? And so, like, I do think just just goes back to how, like, humans are naturally very selfish. And so, and then with the, like, everything going on, and, like, especially being in America, like, with what you're fed, 
and like seeing constantly it just doesn't help to nurture like what we should be which is like compassion and like empathy and like mutual understanding and like all those types of things so i do think like at least with the actor like we don't know if he did actually did support blm and stuff but for him to be i don't know what's the word if he got demonized or not but like you know like the like attacking people like visibly on social media for something when Mm -hmm. you could maybe just like have a conversation with them to come to that mutual understanding rather than like fighting like that with hate because if somebody like here's like like just getting attacked right obviously they're probably going to go through like certain stages of like being angry back and then like grief maybe or guilt but then it's like when you approach somebody like say i'm pissed and like somebody comes up to me and they're pissed too like i'm not going to be like nice and we're not going to try to sit down and try to understand each other it's just like fire versus fire and like building more fire oh, so. yeah. yeah yeah it's just like i guess he him he's thinking emotionally so most of the time when you're thinking emotionally you're not looking at the big picture you know what i mean like when you're fighting with a roommate for not cleaning the dishes you're just thinking at the moment you know you get the small picture but i'm, I'm guessing like i don't know it's true and i he's just been fed up and stuff so it's like emotionally like building up in him so he's not really looking at the big picture you know what i mean how like right. racial there is no balance to racial injustices you know what i mean right so it's like he's just looking at it as like um you know small picture where it's like you know uh currently black people are being more oppressed so you know it's not others like hispanics you know with like ice and stuff like that it's not you know that doesn't matter now you know right now it's like the black community but that's just like I mean, he could just be like a really like a bad person, but he could just also be thinking very emotionally. And so he's not looking at the big picture. But again, that's like a very optimistic way of thinking. But he could be just like a very like not like good of a person and just like that's only black um, like time and stuff like that. So right. That's why I think what the conversation needs to be more centered around is like not comparing each like or having like the oppression like olympics it's more so like thinking how we can all like come together to find those differences and those like similarities because everything Mm -hmm. is really on a different scale you know like what i mean and so it's like why not like also acknowledge and like talk about like the injustices that happened with like ice and stuff and still talk about like the injustices that happened like that blm was addressing and stuff and now this with like asian americans and stuff yeah I mean, mass media in general has like the most control. It's like whatever, you know, what mass media wants to be run through the internet. It's literally what the current, you know, I guess trend mm-hmm. sits around, which is like the shitty part of social media. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a lot of like accepting and putting yourself in the other person's shoes where like you can actually use, I guess, your platform or use and research a little bit more to help out with the community. And, um, not really different differ- god i can't say this word differentiate each other wait is it stop recording um it yeah. is still recording on oh. Streamlabs. uh i okay. think the groovy bot or the bot that we have that's be a timer. is it no it wasn't sensing our audio for some reason yeah, I saw that. I was like, huh? So, <laughs> I was like, buggy. I was like, oh, I can't hear yeah. everything. <laughs> so, uh, at least the stream labs. So, don't worry, podcast people. We got you. We still have it here. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we're going to get to the wrapping up stage um, type of thing. I, I, so, with that, bring it up. I keep on stuttering. <laughs> God. Um, 
I guess our final thoughts and, you know, like the advice that we could give out to the people um, in trying to be active in the community, because it like, like we said, it's not just like the Asian community. Like we have talked about it a lot because, you know, a lot of us are Asian in here. And then we talked about BLM because, you know, that those are the races that are here right now, but there's a lot of things to address as well. And we need to like, make sure we come together as a whole and addressing all those type of things and trying to share and make sure that it's all equal because, you know, it's not just one certain thing is over the other. Yeah. Anyone want to go first on their final thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) I just think that I think especially people are oh i'm sorry was someone talking no 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 no, you're good you're good good. (laughs) savante was about to interrupt you again (laughs) don't say that please (laughs) he was about he's about to talk at the same time as someone again that's what i meant to say oh well i was just gonna say like i think people just need to do more to do more research and educate themselves outside of social media and like what they see on their timelines like twitter and instagram and like what influencers might be posting and i also think like it's good to it's good to advocate for stuff online because that's your platform like of course you should like especially bigger influencers should be using their platform to spread like and advocate for like human justice and human rights and stuff Mm -hmm. um but i also think it's like good to really like actually talk to the people around you especially the people who are like actually experience that and like expand your bubbles and and like have those hard conversations in real life and like with an open mind and then actually taking what you've learned and what you've heard and like felt and like changing that to like behavior like act taking action you know what i mean like don't just talk about it like be about it yeah for sure Mm. yeah um i guess uh for my final take it's just like either if you participate in activism or not just don't be like dismissive you know just be, like like Katie said be open um you know i remember i remember back uh, like a couple of years ago when lebron uh had a stance and opinion about i think it was like something about like racial or something i think yeah it was about police brutality and he talked about it on like the i forgot it's called uncutter he has this thing with um uncut, uncut. Uncut, yeah. And then there's a what white reporter goes like, just shut up your dribble. You know what I mean? And he has like a large following, like what a couple million, actually multi-million followers, right? That many people, right? Even if it's like there, there's he has a bunch of like younger demographic um people that probably listens to him because you know he's the greatest basketball player of all time. But um kind of like you know, soak in and kind of look him as a model. So it's like, you know. Like you said, if you have that much of a following, you should express your opinion, uh, mm-hmm. but be very respectful and don't be dismissive, mm-hmm. whether or not you're take, being an activist or not. Just just don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what <right>. you got, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. so, <laughs> so pretty much going off what Kaylee said, um, educate yourself. And not just us. We should, like, put educate like the older community about what's going on personally me and i know savante like our parents our grandparents about the asian brutality that's going on towards you guys we also should like start learn uh teaching the younger generation because 
that that's going to be impacting them more than us. I mean, not more than us, but to the same extent us and even more in the future. We need to start letting I can't speak. <laughs> like pretty much educating them about everything that's going on as well. Because yeah. mm-hmm. once we're gone, they're going to be the next one. They got to, if they do it right, pass it down until. Yeah. I want to say it doesn't exist no more, but yeah. that <laughs> is controlled, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. My last thoughts are. No thoughts. Bigger issue than it actually is, <clears throat> or it's it's so much bigger than it is than it is singularity. Like, I I think if people kind of just slow down a bit, if we didn't weren't so distracted with capitalism and just working off to survive, then mm-hmm. we could hit each other and you know come up with solutions with each other instead of all just trying to survive with what the white man is giving us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just a certain thing. That's another discussion, but um, last takeaway is just, you know, be slow down and be open. That's the only time you're actually going to be able to think if you just keep reading and like whatever's more convenient with you with our like how small our attention spans are nowadays, you're just not going to get it. You know? mm-hmm. So be open um, or do more work in the real world than online because that's where the real change happens is when you like see someone face to face and you affect them in their lives personally, rather than just fighting for them online, you know, that, that goes farther than any, all those likes, all those shares and all those saves will go is actually affecting someone in their real life so that they can pass it on to someone else. Like the good fortune in the, the breaking of whatever stereotype they have of, you know, someone and their race Um, and just be a good person. You know, people are going through, their own things and experiencing their own troubles. So just kind of be kind and that will, as long as you're a good person, that'll translate to a lot of. Mm-hmm. Savante. Uh, yes. Speak again. Yes. Real, real, real quickly. Yeah. Now. The better. <laughs> oh, the better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, oh, no. I would just say that, um, nope. Doodle ball. Wait, bro, did you just chuck your phone at the fucking wall? What <laughs> <laughs> the hell just happened, man? What the hell just happened? Did you just doodle call doodle ball? Me, 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 me. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, try, try, uh, you, have, you have full Wi-Fi bars right now, right? Fucking relocating his air at <laughs> his house, bro. Right <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> um, just in case podcaster Savante doesn't make it back. Um, oh, oh. Oh, we're getting some fire now. (laughs) I think we're getting there. If not, I will do a quick cut to Savante's uh, 
final thoughts and then we will wrap it up. So it'll just be <laughs> just a, text us. It'll be a quick cut. <laughs> Jeez, man. Dang. His Wi Fi probably oh oh hello. <laughs> All right, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna work, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I'm gonna find a way to do this, right? <laughs> so, I'm sorry, the picture that. Is so, so, Savante, uh, I'm gonna give my final thoughts real quick, and then um. I'm going to get yours if you're still lagging. Maybe you can record it to me later and I'll put it in as a disclaimer in the podcast. So, guys, just listen on a little bit longer after we wrap this up and Savante's opinions will come in too. Um, but <laughs> um, I completely agree with all of you and um, the ways of how we could try to like expand out more into the community and kind of like have our ver- voice heard in all the different type of minority groups and stuff like that. Um, just basically like get out of your bubble um see if there's any way that you could help whether that's through your platform giving another helping head and or just being educated in general um is a long way to helping the community for the future type of thing um we will test savante's mic one more time (laughs) just in case is it working now yes let's go let's go i love to see it i was embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) Um, was it my turn now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, love that. Um, I would just say that just in terms of um, issues happening now, phrase, try not to be so um, individualistic with it because mm-hmm. we are all people of color, all minorities, and we might go through racism different ways. We're all experiencing it. And to not, pr- not put your experience above anyone else's and face this as a group. We're stronger together. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for tuning into this podcast, everyone. And thank you, my special guest, for coming on. Once again, really appreciate you taking the time of your day um, and this late night to listen to talk and give your opinions. Greatly valued. Um, I will be putting their socials below or above, depending on where they are in the discord i will edit it Ooh, <laughs> quick 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 shock right now um mm-hmm. and it'll be in their links below below as well please support them and you know they're doing amazing things and you know they just need that support also sponsors i forgot to mention this during the halftime break we are still looking for sponsors so you want to sponsor the saying media podcast or if you want to sponsor any of these other talented individuals like i said we are part of a big group that does multiple different types of things so if you just hit us up or hit up them and their freaking socials below you don't know what you're going to get you could get a lot of talent coming in thank you again for tuning in on this episode let us know in your opinions peace out